0: You're listening to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, episode 65, with Master Certified Life and Weight Loss Coach, Paige Bowman. Welcome to Weight Loss for Life Coaches, the weekly podcast for coaches who are growing their coaching business and on their weight loss journey. Each week, we'll be tackling why weight loss feels hard and how to make hitting your weight loss goal the simplest thing you do all day. Today, we are talking all about how to be unapologetically successful on your weight loss journey. And as a bonus, we'll talk about how to do so in your business and in coaching too. Today is a great day, my friends. I'm on the other side of being sick. The weather has been great. And when I say great, I mean, we got a cold front, which is really nice on my side of the United States, I live in Southeast Georgia. And fall and spring are really the only times we get good weather. Otherwise, it's either really cold or really hot. And our spring usually lasts one month, like the month of March. And this year, it's been really hot in March. I have not been happy about it. So we got a cold front and actually felt like spring. So it's been great. I think. You probably just heard a walking podcast. I went out and went for a walk and it was just such good weather. And I've also gotten to spend so much time with people that I love and seeing friends from where I used to live and spending time with family and of course my husband and my dog, Lucy. So I'm just, I'm feeling all the good feels, you know, life is 50-50. I say it all the time. You've got the hard times, the easy times, the good times, the bad times, so I am soaking up feeling really good and just being in this really awesome place in my life. And I get to talk to you today. How fun is that? So today we're going to cover three things. Why you're not being unapologetically successful, how this shows up on your weight loss journey. And if it's showing up on your weight loss journey, it's probably showing up in your business and in coaching. So we'll talk about that a little bit. And then how to be unapologetically successful. And so we'll talk about how to actually implement that so you can leave this episode and go be unapologetically successful. I'm not trying to say that, those two words over and over again in the episode (laughs) because I feel like I'll get tongue-tied by the end, but I don't know how this episode is gonna go with being (laughs) tongue-tied. I already am, oh geez. Okay, so let's start with number one. Why you're not being unapologetically successful right now. And the first thing that I thought about when I was thinking about this episode and talking to you about this topic was just the world has an opinion. I mean, that was the first thing that came top of mind. The world has an opinion about where you are on your journey. Now, here's the thing they are actually probably not thinking about you. They're probably thinking about themselves. We can be pretty selfish in the best way, right? Not dissing on anyone. But the world does have an opinion when we're not thinking about ourselves. We have an opinion about others and we tend to make those opinions known. And since you know people have an opinion, you are probably keeping that in mind and that is probably filtering how you think about yourself and where you are in your journey, so if you haven't lost the amount of weight you wanted to lose by now, or I mean, on the same side of the token, right? If you're not losing weight as fast as you think you should, or you shouldn't have weight to lose at your age or since you're a coach, right? Like all of these things that come from it's probably something you've heard or gathered that is a bad thing. And you have these, these ideas, these opinions kind of filtering how you look at where you are in your journey and therefore you're not letting yourself stand in what success you have achieved or you have gained and because of this we feel like we have to get down on ourselves to be motivated to get into action right it's very much the opposite of the love paradox really which is where i got the idea from is we feel like we have to be beat ourselves up, be down on ourselves, be discontent with where we are, not be in the having of our success to get ourselves into action to move forward. But I strongly disagree with that theory, which is why I developed the love paradox. And you can definitely go check out that episode of the podcast. Or if you're one of my clients, check out the workshop we did on the love paradox. Here's your reminder. And just a side note, if you're one of those people like me, even to this day, who kind of, I keep saying get down on yourself, but even just like giving yourself a hard time, consider taking some time, maybe go on a walk or grab a notebook and a pencil and take some quiet time and ask yourself where you think that comes from. And you'll probably find it's not because you truly want to be hard on yourself or get down on yourself. It's probably because of something you've learned from family or friends or people around you or culture or society. And so, you know, here's your opportunity to take a look at where that comes from and to see, oh, okay, maybe the reason why I'm hard on myself is because I was taught to or this is just what I've known to do for a long time or this is how I've always been. But it's not because this is who I want to be moving forward. And maybe I want to, as the love paradox says, love where I'm at and let the love be fuel for motivation to change or be unapologetically successful and let that be fuel for change. So little something to put into your ear. Okay, so because of those two things, right? The world has an opinion And we keep that opinion in mind. And so then we kind of get down on ourselves. We don't stand in our success. Because if we do and someone thinks we're wrong or we shouldn't be proud of ourselves, that feels terrible. And we don't want to feel bad in that way. So we don't celebrate ahead of time. So we feel bad in a different way. It's like... You prefer a certain way of feeling bad. I'm not being eloquent in how I'm explaining this, but there's like different forms of feeling bad, right? There's the disappointment that I never got to do that thing. There's the feeling shame because I was excited about something and then someone told me I shouldn't be. And then that is another kind of feeling bad. And so like if we just use those two as an example, there's the disappointment feeling bad and the shame feeling bad and you probably have a preference. And so if your preference is to go ahead and just be down on yourself and feel disappointed or frustrated at yourself, and that's your preferred way of feeling bad because that's what you're used to, then you're not going to be unapologetically successful. You're not going to stand in your success of where you are right now on your weight loss journey, for example, Because if you do, and someone makes a comment like you shouldn't be proud, then you'll feel the other kind of bad, like shame, maybe. And you're not comfortable with that one. So then you don't. And you just stay down on yourself. You like how I explained that? (laughs) Not very eloquent, but I think I got it. I think we got it. So now let's talk about how this shows up on your weight loss journey. And like I said earlier, if it's showing up on your weight loss journey, it's probably showing up in your business and in your coaching. So let's talk about it. First of all, you're probably looking at all of the things that you're not doing right or that aren't working first and foremost. Really think about this. And you can think about this for weight loss and in your business and see, maybe even compare the two. Are they the same? Are they different? And that would be interesting, right? If they're the same, okay, so pages is right if I am doing it one way. Or in one area i'm doing in another or if they're different i'd be really curious as to why maybe you are really good at looking at what's working and standing in your success with your business but you don't look at what's working at all with your weight loss journey and then you can question that and you can say why what's going on here why do i do this in my business or with my coaching but i don't do this with weight loss i think this is really important and i say this a lot especially because i work with coaches is that you have all the tools and you're an amazing coach, I'm sure of it, but you're in using these things outside of weight loss. And weight loss is just a whole other animal. It really is, which is why I love what I do. I love weight loss coaching. I am not any other kind of coach for a reason. I think we all have our specialties and we are where we belong or we finally end up there you know, in one way or another. But I think that what you do maybe in your niche as a coach, you're really good at and you really practice that using your tools in that way. You just haven't learned how to use them in weight loss. Or if you're someone like me, there's a little insight into my brain. I'm really good at weight loss and I'm really good at helping people see the scale is neutral and detaching their their words from the scale and seeing food as fuel and all that jazz for them and for myself. And I have had a lot of help taking those skills and those beliefs to other areas like business or my marriage or money. So it's not that if they're different, that there's something wrong with you or you're not smart enough or you can't get it together. It could just be, you're just not as practice, right? Think about, you know, Other than Michael Jordan and maybe a select few, these athletes who are really good in one sport and they just stay in that one area. Why is that? Because just because you're good at running track doesn't mean you'll be good at volleyball. Maybe you will have a step up if you go play volleyball compared to someone who's never played before because you maybe have strength and endurance because you're a track runner, but maybe you don't have the precision or you know, the, whatever it takes to play volleyball. (laughs) So there's my sports analogy for you. Okay. So back to what we were saying. So how this shows up in your, in your weight loss journey is that you're looking first at all the things that aren't working. You're taking a look at that. You're not at the number on the scale that you want to be at, that you had these many overeats that you haven't touched your urge jar, that you haven't picked up your, your food journal. If this is you, And you can't remember the last time that you celebrated something that's working. Here's your sign, right? If you're looking at all the things that aren't working, you're definitely not being unapologetically successful. And you might be like, I know, Paige, obviously I'm not. But really, stop, pause for a second, and think about, wait, I'm choosing to look at what's not working first and foremost. I'm choosing not to be unapologetically successful, Here it comes. There's the first one. Right. Taking a look at, oh, wait, hang on. I'm not standing in my success. I'm not celebrating first or foremost. And then go back to what we talked about earlier. Maybe check in with why that is and guess and then self-coach on it or take it to a coach. Right. This is that deep down work that we do with mindset coaching. Another way this shows up is you are caveating your success. And this would be another good, good thing to check in on your weight loss journey versus your business to see if you're doing it in one area or another. And what this might look like is, and my clients do this a lot, is I lost a few pounds, but I really didn't follow what we said we were going to do in the five pound increment. Or, yeah, I put some beads in the urge jar, but I didn't even touch my food journal. Or I planned in my food journal, but I didn't honor it at all. Just totally caveated without giving us any time to sit in the success of what of what they've accomplished. And this is so important. Think about if all of your time is spent or most of your time is spent glossing over the amazing things you've done you're just really glossing over feeling pride and joy and accomplished. And those feelings feel really good, y'all. So you're just glossing over feeling some really good feeling emotions. Stop it. Don't do that. We'll get into how to be unapologetically successful, but for no other reason than to feel better, right? I think I've said this quite a few times in the podcast. If For another reason, make these changes to feel better. (laughs) Simple, sweet, and short. (laughs) Okay, the last way this might show up is you are using what's not working to fuel a change. So it goes back to what we said with the love paradox. I hate that I never plan... My food, or or I hate that I plan my food and I never follow it. Dang it! Why can't I figure this out? Okay, I'm going to stop being this person. I can't stand this about myself, so I'm going to da 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 da. So it's very much that energy of using what's not working to fuel the change. I mean, it could be as simple as I'm a freaking coach and I'm not at my weight loss goal and I keep gaining weight and this is a problem and I can't do this anymore. This is not okay. And then using that energy to fuel your change here's your sign that you're not standing in your success. You're not being unapologetically successful that you're glossing over those amazing feelings of accomplished and pride and joy and love that are actually way better fuel to get you into action. Again, go listen to the love paradox episode where I talk way more about that, which leads me right into the first how of how to be unapologetically successful, and that is to go back to the love paradox and work your belief that you can have success, you can stand in your success, you can feel pride and accomplished and grow and lose weight and change. It's so important to not just take these ideas and think, that's a great idea, (laughs) and then not implement it, not Applicate it. That's not how you say that. <laughs> apply it. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to cut that. That's too funny. Okay. You have to think it's a great idea and then figure out how to apply it. Figure out what is getting in the way of being in the success of how amazing you are and how you actually did plan, how amazing that is, and use that, right? That feeling of accomplished to then motivate you to get better at other skills or to do that even more, right? Go plan even more, whatever that might look like for you. If you're believing that I can stand in my success and that is how I grow faster and faster, that is how I change my beliefs about food and that is how I then actively around food and that's how I stop overeating and that's how I stop underfeeling and that's how I get better at feeling my emotions. If you really believe that standing in your success, being unapologetically successful is how you will grow. You know what you're going to do? You're going to go be unapologetically successful. <laughs> it is that simple. We like simple. Remember, that is a really important motto, key phrase, belief, ideology appear in the Weight Loss for Life Coaches podcast. So go back to Love Paradox. Go listen to it. Go applicate it. <laughs> Go implement it and then stand in your success and watch yourself then go change from that, which then reinforces that that is then true, which will then have you being unapologetically successful everywhere you go in all areas of your life. Now, like we said earlier, you may find that you do this also in your business or with coaching and in the same way, I just want to offer, you can use the love paradox there as well. Or if you already, especially with your clients, do this with them, right? Help them be in their success and to celebrate themselves first and foremost. You can even question why. Why is this something I do with my clients? What's my underlying belief there that has me being unapologetically successful with coaching or helping my clients do that. What's my why? What has me do that? And how can I apply that here in weight loss? The next how is probably the most obvious, but it's to, and and we got to say it, if you're not being unapologetically successful, we got to say it, is to celebrate yourself often. And to others, if you're down, not just to yourself. Really take time to just be in What's working? Look around, figuratively or literally. What is working? How many times did you plan your food in the last month? How many times did you follow your plan? How many times did you, or how many beads have you put in the urge jar? How much weight have you lost? I don't care what the timeline is. What about the fact that you haven't given up yet? What if that's enough to celebrate? And then use that as fuel to motivate you to keep going. And here's something I want you to consider, especially with what we talked about earlier. The, The why of what's stopping you from being unapologetically successful is that other people have opinions, right? That's kind of filtering how you think about yourself or whatever other reasons that you've come up with, right? I'm not saying to celebrate in spite of that. Because if you get down on yourself or are hard on yourself like I am, that's something that it may take time to undo that. I am really working on that with money right now. And it's taking intentionality, like really, truly seeing what I'm thinking about money or about, you know, whatever the work I'm doing with my coaches and directing my thoughts on purpose so that... I'm not being hard on myself anymore in that area. And it is taking some work. So just know that I don't want you to celebrate yourself in spite of what others might think or in spite of what you have or haven't done. I want you to celebrate yourself because this is an amazing practice to have even as you work on letting go of other people's opinions. Have a podcast on that one (laughs) for sure. And as you work on no longer being someone that gets down on yourself as motivation for fuel to change. So celebrate yourself as an extra practice that you want to be a permanent one while working through letting go of what's keeping you from being unapologetically successful. Okay, I have to share with you this awesome practice I got from a coach. Her name is Rachel Thompson. I will link her in the show notes, or you can look her up on Instagram. Well, I'll link her Instagram in the show notes. She helped me with growing my Instagram or really learning how to write copy and do branding stuff on Instagram, all this good stuff. And she taught me, because we all know that underneath it all, no matter what your niche is, you're coaching on some of the same stuff, right? So that she took me through this exercise where okay imagine it i'm very visual so i will do my best to explain this to you take a circle draw a circle (laughs) oh geez oh draw a circle on your paper and then draw a horizontal line on the left side leading up to the circle and then horizontal line yeah horizontal (laughs) on the other side of the circle so it's a line and then a circle and then a line and on the left side On the very left side of that line where you started it you'll put now and on the very right side of your other line on the other side of the circle is future so you've got your now your journey right the circle uh the line that goes to the circle you've got the circle and then you've got the line on the other side of the circle all the way to your future and the last thing you do is you write celebrate in the middle of your circle so maybe i should have said make it a big circle oh well So you've got now, line, circle, celebrate in the middle of circle, line, future. And I'm sure Rachel (laughs) will be able to explain this. Maybe she's got a video that she can send me and I can link it in the show notes. Anyway, so you've got your diagram. And what you taught me is you can either go the long way and you take your pencil or you take your finger and you go across the line, starting on the left side where you are now. And without celebrating, you've got to go the long way got to go around the circle so we're going to go up around the circle like it's a big old mountain and then down the circle and then you're now on the other side of the circle and you're still going towards your journey. So you can go the long way and you could skip celebrating. It's totally possible, right? We get places without celebrating ourselves all the time. Or you can get to the circle and you can go through the circle by celebrating yourself and being in your success and being unapologetically successful. And get to your goal that much faster because you celebrated. I just love that visual. It changed my life. She taught it to me a couple of years ago. And it's super helpful to think about, okay, well, either way, I'll probably get to my goal. This is what I say to people that are interested in coaching. I'm not like, you need me. You can't lose weight without me, right? And you probably don't say that to your clients. But what I say is similar to that circle You can get there faster, more effectively, and do even more deeper work if that's what you're interested in with a coach. Well, you can get there faster, more effectively if you prioritize celebrating yourself, celebrating your successes, standing in your success over and over and over again. And the last thing, which goes along with what we've been talking about, is to use what is working to fuel you. And what I mean by that is to do more of it. So let's take the three super simple steps as an example, and you can check out the three super simple steps and learn more about those by going to episode five. So they are just real quick to make a food plan ahead of time, a realistic food plan, very important to write it down and follow your plan. So let's say you are really good at making a plan and writing it down. And you're finding that you're not so good at following it. Well, if what we want you to do is to be in your success, to celebrate yourself and to use what is working to fuel you, here's what it might look like. I am so good at planning my food. Man, I have really worked on being someone who thinks about her food ahead of time. Man, this skill is really going to pay off in the long run. I'm so glad I figured this one out. And we're just like, standing in our success right now and being unapologetically successful, here is how that sounds, (laughs) if you needed an example. Now, here's how you would use it to fuel you, right? To do more of it, of what's working. Okay, I'm so good at this that of course I want to keep doing it because I want to keep feeling accomplished and joy and pride. And now I might even consider, why am I so good at this? And how can I use those thoughts and those feelings to help me with working on honoring my plan. So maybe one of my thoughts is this is really important that I write my plan down and then I can say, okay, how could I be thinking or how can I transfer that thought? This isn't really important to me to honoring my plan. So I'm taking what is working. I'm doing more of it and I'm using it to fuel me to get better at maybe a different skill. So I want you to take this example and Apply it to something that you are really good at on your weight loss journey, whatever that may be, whether it's a a thought, a tool, a feeling, right? Something you're doing and think about how amazing it is that you're so good at it. Celebrate yourself and then do more of that and then use that to motivate you to keep going and maybe to work on another skill or belief or tool While you keep losing weight or while you keep working on your weight loss journey. Now, I want to give a caveat, and this could be its own episode. I get this a lot from my clients, and that is if I celebrate myself and if I'm unapologetically successful, if I love where I'm at, right, it's all the same in this example, won't that have me be complacent? Won't that have me stay exactly where I am? Won't that have me not be motivated? And It's a big fear, right? If I were to use the love paradox, if I were to be unapologetically successful, wouldn't I just stay where I am? And this really maybe should be a whole other episode on the pitfalls of the love paradox. And really all that's happening is you just haven't learned how to use these new emotions as fuel. And they're not new emotions, but it's a new way of fueling yourself into action. Right. Instead of using discontent, hate, shame, guilt, disappointment as fuel to get going, you're using accomplished, joy, pride. Right. And this is a whole other ballgame and no one teaches us this stuff. So you might be afraid that it'll have you be complacent, but that's only because you haven't taught yourself how to use accomplished as fuel. That's all that's happened. Right? You've taught yourself how to walk. You haven't taught yourself how to run. You've taught yourself how to ride a tricycle, but you haven't taught yourself how to ride a bicycle. I don't know if those are good examples, but it's like you've taught yourself how to do it one way, but you haven't taught yourself how to do it this new way. And in my opinion, that shouldn't stop you. Not one bit. Listen, give it a month. Give me a month of being unapologetically successful, of celebrating yourself way more often of no longer caveating your success or looking at what's not working first. Give me a month. And the worst thing that's going to happen is you're right back where you are just a month later. (laughs) The best case scenario though, is that you realize I might know what I'm talking about. (laughs) There might be something to this love paradox. There might be something to being unapologetically successful. And now I can work on losing weight and get to my weight loss goal being a lot heck of a lot better than I was before just maybe that's what might happen so give me a month give me a month to try it this way go back and listen to this episode jot your notes down take take a look at exactly how you're going to implement this applicate it (laughs) go listen to the love paradox episode again okay I know I'm giving you some homework go apply it for a month and see what happens And also consider applying this in your business or in your coaching as well. I know we talked about that. This, really, I could say that for any episode, for anything we talk about, but I think this is so important as someone who's an entrepreneur herself, these same things have changed the way I show up in my business because I worked on them in weight loss first. So I just want to offer, if you're good at these things in your business, then start applying those same things in your weight loss, like we talked about today. Or if you're not, now you have some things you can also apply to being an entrepreneur and running your coaching business. All right, that is it. No more saying that tongue tie of a duo of words for the episode. I hope you love this one. Go leave us a rating and a review. Let us know what you loved about the podcast, about the episode. Let us know how it goes after a month. We love hearing what you have to say here at the Weight Loss for Life Coaches podcast and share this with someone that maybe is also struggling with being unapologetically successful and would really benefit from learning how to go be that right now on their weight loss journey. And if you want help losing 25 pounds, getting to your weight loss goal and doing it in a way where you learn how to be, for example, unapologetically successful. And then you also learn bonus, how to transfer that to your business or how to take how good you are at that in your business to your weight loss journey. So then it gets to be even easier and more simple. I've got you. This is what I do with my clients. Your next step is to book your console call and you can do so by going to pagebowman.com slash services and click book your console call or send me a message on Instagram at Life Coach Page B. All right, you all. That is it for this very fun and awesome episode. And I will see you next week. Bye.